Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phoning show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about your greatest accomplishment in life. Uh, Lucianne, your greatest accomplishment in life is hidden away. What, what, what is it? Yeah, um, Dave, I suppose I don't really like to talk about it too much yeah. myself because um, what it is, is it's quite personal sure. to me. And, well, um, I appreciate your call then. Yeah, no problem. I just decided, look, if I'm going to talk about it, rather than sit all of my friends and family down and tell them, I'll just go on air, yeah. you know, get it out there, one swift move, um, rip the best bandage way. off, yeah, yeah, to be honest, so, um, is this a safe space? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Um, I mean, we will often get people uh, calling in and arguing and, 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 and offering quite strong opinions after somebody has, has um, made an admission okay, uh, I see. on the air, so just, just to warn you, pre-warn you of, of yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, my greatest accomplishment in life um, to date is saying no. Saying no. Yeah. Yeah. I've really learned that that is empowering for me. Mm -hmm. And in particular, I like to say no to people on the street when they are asking me to sign a survey or give money to charity. That's a real, um, that's a real bugbear with me. Yeah. And I've just learned no. Well, I want to bring on uh, Brian, who is someone that you said no to before. Uh, Hi, Lucianne. Yeah, Brian, you you were you were engaged to be married yeah. to Lucianne, yeah. and you and were, she said no. Oh uh, my God, hi, on Brian. The day. Uh, on the altar. Oh yeah, at yeah. the altar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd gone through seventy five percent of the service. Um, we'd gone to the point where we exchanged vows. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the question was popped. And a do look you? Of, uh, well, I remember Lucianne clearly. Take I remember. Yes, take the. My Brian. name, Brian. And I remember this kind of look that flashed across your eyes. Yeah. Um, it was glee. And and your face went from kind of serious to, to wonderment. And you, mm-hmm. you, know you what were point? shivering as you said, like you grabbed the mic off the, off the priest. <laughs> I did. And you, you just shouted, no. no. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Oh, my God. It is so good to hear from you. You know what? I actually think really fondly of Brian because this moment, the moment that Brian so kindly has um, relived for us was my aha moment. Oh, it was only yeah. that was the first time? That was time the first you, no. That was, that was the first no. That wow. was it. And, oh, I've got tingles, actually, Brian. Thank you. Just, it was such a moment for me. Mm. And was... my life, to be honest, has not been the same ever since. What was it about Brian that at that moment triggered in you that, that just decisiveness to say, there's absolutely no way I want to marry this man? Yeah, um, it would have had to been just, I looked at him yeah. and I just thought, there's a certain something coming up in me. I didn't know what it was. It was coming from the base of my feet all the way up through my tummy. And I think it was called repulsion oh yeah and a kind of was, disgust it was a disgust it yeah. was an ick it was like i wanted to make a vocal yeah. and and i and i needed to i needed to let that out and it to be honest it, the funny thing was it was there the whole way through the relationship yeah i just kind of i put it down, put it I down. Thought, that's you the know, problem isn't it squash that you know you spend I your whole life saying yes to exactly, things you don't want exactly and then, you know somebody disgusting comes along and okay, yeah sorry um, sorry Brian, Brian, you're still there. i'm still here yeah uh, is this, i thought this was a safe space dave it I is remember. for luciana mm-hmm. for oh, sure yeah, yeah yeah not for me oh i uh, see brian okay. have you been rejected by many people before throughout your life um yes but with Luciana, it just seemed to work. And I, I don't understand. We, we spent two years together and they were the two happiest years of my life. And then uh, you said no to me on the altar and you walked away like you 
tackled as you walked down the down the aisle and you kicked you kicked the door of the church open and you uh you hopped on a motorbike and and tore off into the into the sunset yeah yeah well, whose motorbike was that I, it right? wasn't ours and yeah. it was another i should also mention that just previously about three weeks prior to the big day with me and brian i was actually um i actually met someone okay. uh yeah what? uh his name was luca um he was an italian and I would have to put a lot of my personal and emotional development in my life down to him and the three weeks that we had together. Well, let's bring on Luca, actually, because uh, he's, he's been listening as well. Uh, Luca, you are a sort of a life coach of sorts, is that right? And your whole philosophy is to say no to things, is that right? No. That's not the philosophy? No. Okay. So what is, what is it then? Can you, can you boil it down to, I don't know, a few pithy phrases? No. <laughs> Wait. Are you saying no to me now because this is what you do or because no. you're... Okay, so just to be clear, uh, I could ask you some questions. No, he's <laughs> so strong. Right, so this is this is all we're going to get now. No. Point. <laughs> so we will get something else. No. <laughs> so, sorry, when I asked you, Luca, when I took you aside before the wedding and I said, is anything happening between you and Lucianne? And you said... No. Did you mean yes? No. <laughs> I'm confused now, Dave. I'm confused too. I don't know how you can make any headway with uh, with, with um, Luca. Yeah, it was it was challenging at, yeah. the, at the beginning, and then I just kind of got onto Luca's wavelength. Um, ultimately, he said no to me um, at the end, and so not at the start, not all the uh, way through. At the start, maybe he was, but to be honest, I didn't. I wasn't sure. I was yeah, entranced, yeah, yeah. and I was still learning. I was his student. He was yeah. my teacher. Um, and, and you would only say yes, and he would only say exactly, no. Exactly. So, exactly. Okay. Yeah. But now you've learned to say no. I have. Do you? Uh, is this down to you, Luca? Would you say? No. Okay. All right. Well, look, um, I'm gonna leave it there, guys. It's been uh, lovely talking to you all. Thank you so much for phoning in. We're talking about greatest accomplishments in life. Uh, Trev, your greatest accomplishment in life was a five-second TV appearance. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, greatest appearance ever. What was it on? It was on um, Banged Up Abroad. Okay. Yeah. And I was the broad. No, really, yeah. this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> So Should have had me on longer. <laughs> that <laughs> you know what I'm so were you on Banged Up Abroad or? I was on Banged Up Abroad. Yeah, I was um, up against the wall. I gave a cheeky wink to the camera. You know what I'm saying? Nice. What were you being um, banged up for? Um, possession of, of Class A cosmetics. Cosmetics. Yeah. Uh, is that is that illegal in the country you were in? Yeah, very illegal. Oh, yeah. what, what country yeah. is that? Bahrain. Bahrain. Okay, yeah, yeah they're, they're not fans of, uh, of really high cosmetics. Yes. Yeah. Did you spend much time in, in, in prison there? Or what Five happened? years. Five years? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. possession of cosmetics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. And the cocaine didn't help. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wink, okay. wink. Oh. <laughs> You're a cheeky character. I'm a cheeky guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, how did you get on in the prison in Bahrain for oh, five well, years? Well, I really struggled. Yeah. What was it like? Oh boy, they hated me. I tell you what, they don't like a cheeky joke in there. No? No, no, no. Why not? I lost one of my hands. Oh God. Uh, to uh, another prisoner or? It was mainly traded in for cosmetics. Okay. So, sorry, someone uh, took your hand. I cut off one of my own hands. Oh, okay. And handed it to a guy for some cosmetics. And that, that seems Hair like Hair gel. A... Yeah. Uh, waxing strips. Right. And uh, lip balm. Was it worth it, do you think, in looking back? Thinking about it, I'm never going to be able to drive again. Yes. And my well, phone. Well, no. I mean, you might be able to get some kind of modified... Uh... No, but the other hand is, is useless, I have to say. Oh, really? Why didn't you trade the useless one? You know, it's these things you don't think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, you've been in prison for five years in Bahrain. You're probably... Uh, you're and I was too busy being cheeky, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
Uh, so look, you're a cheeky character. Um, do you think there's another chance for you to maybe get on TV again? I'm looking for a TV career. You're looking for uh, an opportunity to get on TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One-handed uh, cheeky character. Okay, well, look, I've got a TV producer on the line, uh, uh, Sam. Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks, Dave. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm familiar with Trev. Um, so Trev came into us a couple of months ago and, and did an audition with us. Um, now, I don't know if you what know. Show it, well, I work with the Shopping Network, Yes, Dave. And I don't know if you're aware yeah, of the yeah, Shopping yeah. Network and what we do, but a, a lot of it is kind of hand-based modeling of, of, of an item, of using things. Mm-hmm. And, and Trev came in and he did the longest audition we've ever had. Um, it, took him, it took him hours to get any of the products to work. And um, he, I just don't think he's cut out for the work, y- you see. And we had to tell him no. And uh, he came back the very next day. And uh, he had fashioned um, just a, another hand uh, that he had made. I think it was it was ham and peanut butter he'd made this hand out of. Right. And 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 then he tried to do another audition. And every did every... it look very real? No, it looked like a it looked like ham and peanut butter. Oh right, okay. Yeah, it. it they're not. They're not great substances to make <laughs> yeah, a hand. Yeah, for some reason I thought man, maybe he's like a really crafty and was able to, or maybe he hired some professional to. No, this no. this very much this had the the smack of of somebody who had one hand and one stump and tried to make another hand. He wasn't um, meant to look realistic. I was being cheeky. Ah, uh, it was a cheeky. So sorry. In the first audition, you said it was one of the longest ever. Yeah. What was he trying to do? He was that trying was trying to put on. He was trying to put on uh, rings onto the hand that doesn't work. Yes. Okay. And... So he would, he would, he would, and it was actually quite tragic. That's why we let him go on. He would put it on the what here where he thought his phantom finger was, oh. and then he would let go with his functional hand, and it would drop. Okay. Uh, his, and his, he would his semi-functional hand. His yeah, semi. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's more of kind of a loose collection of skin, but. He would let it drop, and there would be a second before he would realize what had happened. And then there would be total devastation. Yeah. And uh, he he would cry quite openly, and he wept loudly, and we just left him have some space. Okay. And then he would say, "Oh, I don't know what happened there." <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. And uh, he would pick it up and, and go again. Yeah, yeah. And he just kept doing that. Okay. Yeah. Sammy, Sammy, let me say, let me just say, it was the greatest audition I've ever had. Well, thank you, Trent. And if I could do it all over again, I would. You know, is that an him. option? Well, yeah, we we love we'd love to have him around. I think he's a, he's a cheeky character. Yeah, you know, um, your rings were too small. They might have been too small. You're right. That's not. No, the case, I mean, if you're trying to fit it onto thin air, yeah, it's it doesn't matter about the size of it. Um, but the other thing is when he's even when he was doing his sales pitch, he was saying things like, "You'll never get a better ring." Wink, wink. You know, <laughs> and it sort of undermined a bit of the sales pitch. So we people might think that he's. Yeah, it's not. It's it a bit dodgy. Am, or it was ambiguous yeah, what yeah, he was yeah, saying about yeah. the products we were selling. But is there another role for Sam? In the, okay, great. Absolutely, as like a maybe morale or officer Trev. or something, something off off air. But or Trev wants to be a star. Maybe we could use him as a display for like a boot. We could use it. <laughs> so I don't know what you mean. Well, Sam. we could we could have his stump. Um, we could put boots on his. He could use his hands as as feet, maybe, because once they're in a boot, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily know. Oh, okay. And if we cropped in quite tight, then get we could have. Get up the air now! I'm racing. They're plummeting. People are turning off. Sorry, Margaret. Uh, yeah, I just would have thought you could just use his feet then, if you. <laughs> <laughs> 
if it's for sorry, boots. I, 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 sorry, hello. Um, I'm just going to take over it there. So um, who's this? This is the editor of the Shopping Channel. Um, I'd just like to apologize for my employees' <laughs> comment there. Um, we absolutely wouldn't be interested in using this man's stump as a boot holder and would see that as offensive and, quite frankly, um, just apologies. Yeah, you should apologize, I think, to yeah, Trev for yeah. that. It's a fine line between uh, cheeky and offensive. Yeah. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. I feel like I probably crossed that already, right, yeah. And and you you never crossed that line, Trev. I've never. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think maybe there should be a role for him. I, I think the people... I'm going to I think talk to your our audience. And yeah, I think I... your audience would appreciate if they saw Trev uh, presenting on, on the network. Yeah, Look, yeah. we have knives that um you know you could maybe spread your peanut butter hand on a piece of bread i i'm versatile i can do ham and peanut butter i can do chicken and uh, mayonnaise i can do my hands versatile i can use anything well fantastic perhaps we'll have you as some sort of lunchbox model great well listen that's a that's a happy, a, a happy ending to that call guys thank you so much for for phoning in wink wink i'm gonna move on to some other calls now um Greg, you had to cut your holiday to Galway short, is that right? Yeah, I went down. I wanted to have a sort of quiet, contemplative uh, retreat. Jumped on Airbnb, found a lovely uh, little cabin. I just didn't realize I'd be sharing uh, the bed with the uh, the Airbnb guy. And did you have a problem with that? or Would you have a problem with that, Dave? Well, yeah, I probably, to be honest, yeah. I wouldn't be happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I didn't. Uh, he's a lovely man, don't What's get me his wrong. Name? Stephen. Stephen? Yeah. yeah, Stephen. Yeah. Stephen's Cabins. You might have heard of him. No. No, no. okay. Well, he's, he's very popular. Well, look, Stephen is on the line. He's not happy about this review you're giving him. Stephen. Uh... Hello, yes, this is Stephen Scabbins. Um, I, your your uh... last name is Scabbins, is this? Yes. Okay, sorry. Stephen Scabbins. Um, I thought I made it very clear. It was not a, a private house. It was a shared accommodation. And uh, actually... I believe that it's one of the unique draws to Galway. Why so? How so, Stephen? Well, I, I'm cuddly, right? Yeah. I'm one of the most cuddly people. He is. He's very cuddly. You'll ever you'll ever meet, and I keep the rooms cold so people can enjoy me the most. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of part of the experience. You know, the Airbnb have these experiences now. That yeah. you can oh yes yeah you yeah. can book like a cooking experience or yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah but Dave sorry, do you charge sorry. extra depending on how long you're in bed you with see them? I don't oh wow okay so that's you good. see I don't uh, I was divorced last year because of this and it's important for me to know that I have a future. I don't understand, Steve. What do you mean that you have a future with the business? As I say, I'm a I'm a cuddly person, and if I can't cuddle. I may as well just walk in, walk into the woods. Goodbye, Stephen Scavens. Well, look, don't do that, Stephen. Uh, I want to bring on one of your favourite customers, or he's a big fan of yours, uh, Simon. Simon, uh, what do you love him so much about Stephen's Scavens cabins? Mr. Scavens has the best hugs, I have to say. Oh. He's so warm. I think it's his third uh, kidney. That makes him so warm? That makes him so warm. That, that raises your body temperature, is that right, Stephen? That's right. Yes, I had it implanted. I made up an infection um, years ago, 
and uh, really did everything I could to make it look like I had a severe kidney infection and then renal failure. Right. And for many years, I was going under dialysis in um, Galway Hospital, yeah. Central Hospital. And uh, eventually, I managed to get on the organ list and get a third kidney implanted. Wow. Um, and... Uh, Yes, it does. It does raise my body temperature substantially. Substantially. And Simon, how often do you go and stay in the in the cabins? Uh, every other day. Um, every other day. Wow. Yeah, my my family aren't happy about no, it. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Because no. that's probably going to set you back a, a fair bit of money as well, right? I'm pretty much working just to stay in cabins. Right. In cabins. Yeah. What do you do? What do I do? Oh, I gamble. You you're you're a professional gambler. Professional gambler right. every other day. Yeah, and and you so you mentioned your family. Are you married with kids or? Um. No. Okay. I say family. It's just me and the dog. Oh, okay. But the dog is uh, grieved that you're gone every other day, I suppose. Very unhappy. Very malnourished, actually. Oh, that's terrible. Could do with an extra kidney. Uh, the dog could. The dog could. Yes, yeah, I suppose that wouldn't hurt, probably. Uh, I want to bring in an, another customer who was not as happy as Simon. Uh, Maria. Um, what was your experience of staying in Scabbins Cabins? Um, well, I tell you, it started off really positive for me, Dave. Um. I was told that I was the first guest at the cabins and that it was Stephen's first time um, with um, a guest. And he said that just, we just had a really good connection and that's why he decided to get into the bed that night and give me a cuddle. And um, to be honest, I was really chuffed. thought we had a great connection. And then I'm checking out the next day. I meet another guest and guess what? They've been cuddled too. Oh, the same night? Yeah. Okay. So do you think he says this to a lot of customers? I do. I oh. do. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure he's a very honest man. I'm not sure if the connections that he has are real, but uh, they feel real at the time. But I tell you what, the heartbreak also feels real the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen, do you lie to a lot of your customers to tell that make them feel more important? No. I mean, I'm polycuddless and um, I feel severe emotion towards everyone. But was Maria wasn't the first, was she? Well, she was the first of her kind. Uh, which kind is that? Well, everyone's unique. Yeah, but what makes her uh, of Just a her innate Marianus. Okay, right. So she was the first Maria. Uh, by that definition, anyone could be the first then. Absolutely. <laughs> so Abs- you're not everybody lying. Everybody is the first. I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You didn't say that to Greg, though, for example. Greg had no idea. He didn't know what to expect. Again, read the reviews, Greg. <laughs> well, that's true, Greg. You probably should have done your due, dil- due diligence on Airbnb. If you'd looked through the reviews, I assume people are going... Stayed in Stephen's ca- Scavens Cabins. Uh, he got in the middle of the night, gave me a hug, uh, five stars or whatever. I mean, there's plenty. You, might, you may have to scroll down a bit. Quite a bit. Um, because obviously everybody doesn't comment on the cuddling. Some people don't even wake up. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean some people don't wake up? <laughs> As in they might not live through the night? Well, it is, it is very cold and some people would burn up with me. In there's the no windows, them. Dave. Yeah. There's or no windows on the cabin. They may they may burn up when I'm in with them, or they may freeze when I get out because of the severe temperature change, which actually can cause um, frostbite. Right. So a lot of people have died in the cabins. Uh. Well, look. Um. Have any died in the cabins? That's enough. If more than one have, that's enough. Uh. More than one. More than one. But Dave. also some people don't wake up when I cuddle them. Oh yeah, right. so they don't know that you were there. They... That's also, there's two types of not waking up. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so it's my fault 
It's my fault. That you're a light sleeper? Or? No, no, no. Sorry, not that I'm a light sleeper. It's my oh. fault that I didn't do the due diligence due. before I it's arrived. It's hard to say. It, it is. Due, the due diligence, diligence before yeah. I went to Airbnb. It's my fault that this man well, that's, climbs into beds I mean, and that's cuddles. That's the point of the sharing economy. No, no, no. That's not, that's not the point of the sharing economy. I'm sorry. That is not the point of the sharing economy. It's not no? cuddle-based. No, I'm, but I'm saying this sort of um, crowdsourced... No, that's not what, that's not what crowdsourcing crowd- is. <laughs> Do you think crowdsourcing is is sourcing cuddles from a, a group of people, well, or I, hoisting cuddles onto people? Look, you sound like you need a good cuddle. This can I just say, by the way, we've we've jumped over the fact that this person kept somebody off uh, kidney list. <laughs> <laughs> this this man. Look, I don't know how you, you said you were on dialysis for years. This person kept a person out of hospital for years. I needed it. You didn't need I it. I did. You need invented it. it. I was you... chilly. I was chilly. Wear a scarf. They don't suit me. I have no neck. Well, then next one is kidney. That's always the next on the list, isn't it? Scarf, and if it's not a scarf, then it's a new kidney. Well, I have been written up in a medical journal. I've contributed to science. What does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying I've done something good. What have you done, Greg? What have you done I've apart from being light. me said? <laughs> this seems like it's getting heated. I'm Stephen. going to I'm, I'm going to write to Airbnb and change my review of you. You'll never stay anywhere again. You'll never go on another holiday, Greg. You'll never <laughs> you'll stay in Dublin and you'll work till you die. Well, I guess you could stay at a hotel or Yeah, I mean there's plenty it's not Airbnb isn't the only way I could sort of travel. Actually, up until a couple of years ago, nobody was using it. So it's true. I mean, people travelled for years. So you don't have much power over me, Stephen. I know honest. how much you like Airbnb. I see how many reviews you have. You've been all over the world. I have a number Airbnb. of reviews. going to be a big no, change. Don't, if you're don't say, oh, start jibber now. Well, look, if, if he's been to all these places and he's got loads of wonderful reviews from other uh, Airbnb hosts, then your one negative review, I'm afraid, isn't going to do much. One negative review poisons the batch. It's like Robinson's or my Wadi. It's absolutely not true. That's not true. No. Well, listen, guys, uh, we're going to leave it there. Um, uh, you know, people, I suppose, now will hopefully know that if they go to stay in Stephen Scavin's cabins in Galway, that they can expect a little cuddle in the middle of the night. Thanks, guys. Thanks for calling in. I am 60 episodes into this podcast. I had no idea when I started out how long I was going to keep doing this, but I've managed to because of the support of you, the listeners. If you want to support the show, there are a few things you can do. Uh, Please tell people about us. Uh, Share a link to the show on your social channels. If you're feeling super generous, you can support the show financially at patreon.com forward slash phoning it in show where you'll get loads of bonus content. Uh, Finally, please rate and review the show on iTunes as it really helps others to find the show. Thank you for your support and thanks for listening. Um, My guest in studio today is a regular to the show. He is a reality factualist, uh, not a conspiracy theorist, as some people insist on labeling him. Uh, He's the editor of an email fact scene. This is really happening. Welcome back to the show, Jake X. Hi there. Yeah. Back in the seat. Yeah. It's good. Always good to have you on the show, uh, Jake. Uh, Lugra. What's that? Lugra. Yeah. Um, What's going on with Brexit? Brexit is uh, around the corner, as uh, some people are saying, but uh, I think it's actually coming from above. In what way? Well, above the clouds, and you can't see it very often in Ireland because it's so overcast, yeah. there's um, a kind of a, a land. Yeah. Some people, I suppose, might call it heaven, but it's actually um, just another country. Okay. Right? Yeah. Lately, you know, there's a big problem with, like... Um, Passports and people applying for passports in Ireland. Yes. Well, that we've shut that down. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, I don't we've know. Slow, we've slowed it down. We've limited the amount of people that can get passports okay. for Ireland because of this massive influx. Yeah. But what people are now doing is applying for passports for this country above the clouds, and then they're jumping off the country into Ireland. Oh my God! So we're having uh, kind of illegal illegal immigration through this. Uh, sky country or whatever. Sky country, yeah. And this Look, is, I'm all for it. No one's talking about this. I'm just saying this. this is happening and nobody's talking no about it. No one's talking about this. No. Now, is this a country that's only above Ireland? No, there's um, there's countries all up in the sky, all over the place, floating around because they get moved around the air cur- currents. Okay. And, so uh, they're above the planes. We can't even control what country's above us from one day to the next. No. They've got, it depends on the pressure, low or high pressure, yes. the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, um, do you know they should talk about that on the weather where, where the countries are because it's probably more important to, than whether it's going to be uh, yeah. raining tomorrow yeah, if you yeah, know yeah. what I mean how many people have dropped in would you say like uh, just a rough estimate well I've seen five just falling well jumping jumping yeah yeah did they have parachutes or uh, they've got big springs on their shoes so when they they're very fair in the distance but I've done an artist's impression of them and I have them here. Okay. This is an artist's impression of okay, the people jumping yes. in. You see yeah, the yeah, big yeah, springs yeah. in their shields like stilts yeah, but springs. Yeah, yeah, they're long springs. When they fall and they, and they hit the ground on these you long... You keep seeing falling sorry, jumping. they jump and they hit the ground with these long springs. They don't have to spring right back up to the country. Well, I think it's kind of like a bungee jump situation where yes. they jump up and uh, down for a while depending on the terrain. Yeah. Uh, best place to land is Astroturf. Okay. So... I'd advise everybody to stay away from sports fields. Okay. And head for somewhere soft, like um, the bog. What might happen is they might just sink right down because of the forces and get, be, become bog men. Yeah, yeah. Well, those springs, they could dig into the bog and, yeah, they could get stuck. They so, could get very yeah. stuck. So you're saying that people, if they're out and about, should try and steer near bogs and away from AstroTurf. Anything soft. Look, bogs, quicksand... Um, You're encouraging people to get into quicksand? Just stay near it. Near it, yeah. Because the people jumping from the sky countries... They're going to avoid us. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's that's the big thing now with Brexit, is that uh, this hard border and all doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. This is why it's great having you on. Um, I want to bring on some callers, Jake, if that's that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. um, Todd is on the line. Todd, you believe that Riverdance was an inside job? Yes. Riverdance, complete inside job. But uh, who was who was responsible then? Like what was Flatley? The... Okay, so Flatley was the man involved. Yes. But what was what was he doing? He did it for the women. Okay, all right. So Riverdance, which we all thought was this like great cultural moment in Irish history, actually, it was just Flatley doing it for women. He just he's a, he's obsessed. The man's unstoppable. He's the most he's the most uh, fertile man on the planet. Right, so he's actually fathered uh, countless children that we don't know about? Many, main, mainly based in the sky. Oh, right, so this is linked with what Jake was talking about earlier. Yes. Uh, that, well, thanks for calling And he's in. invested in springs. Okay. I advise you all to do the same. So the spring thing is going to go up and up. Jake? Unfortunately, you've got a lawyer on your show. Michael Flatley. Oh, this is Michael yes, Flatley? Yes, that's Michael Flatley. How can you tell, Jake? Because that was a private agreement between me and him about the spring investment. Okay, so why is Mike? Why is Michael Flatley come on to give away the? Hey, ask him. Maybe he's already sold his shares. You sold your shares in the springs, is it? You've got me. Oh my God! You admitted it straight away. <laughs> uh, Michael Flatley, and welcome I to the show. I would have gotten away with it 
if it wasn't for this phone in show. <laughs> well, you, you shot yourself in the foot there for calling in at all, Mike. You should have kept quiet. <laughs> um, obviously, you tried to get one over on Jake, and he's too wily for you. Uh, I've been so, had. So, uh, Michael, did you, in fact, come up with Riverdance just to um, get women? Mate, I've tried everything else. And, and nothing, I, nothing's worked? And I have to say, my throat's very sore this morning. Why? So that's why I'm speaking like this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I thought you were still masking your voice. Uh, I don't know, for some unknown reason. Um, uh, so did the, you've tr- you said you tried many things then to get women. Um, yes. Has anything worked? Um, no, I tried um, magic. Yeah. I was a, a, a sleight of hand magician for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I tried juggling. You played the flute as well, aren't you? I, like I played the flute very, very badly. Well, I mean, you were a world champion, though, so you're not that bad. <laughs> well, what <was> I? <laughs> I, I don't I think so. Um, and well, none of this is. I spent a lot of time at high altitudes in the sky. Uh, training. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I've lost a lot of memories. Uh, Michael, will you stay on the line because we have some other callers, and uh, I think you know it might be related to what you were talking about earlier. Uh, Claire is on the line. Claire, you're concerned that Alexa is trying to steal your boyfriend. Um, so we got Alexa. We thought, right, this would be real handy and all. And then I come in the other night, three nights ago, and I, I, I can hear from downstairs, I hear he's laughing. And I'm thinking, oh, is he watching TV or, or what's happening? So I come up the stairs and he's really giggling and, and I can hear someone's in the room with him. And it's a female voice, and I'm not one bit pleased. So uh, I'm at the door, I'm listening, and then I hear that it's whore. And the conversation that they're having is pretty deep. Like, he's saying things to whore that he's never even said to me. Do you know what I mean? Um, Like, he's telling whore, like, I don't know, uh, you know, am I, am I, um, am I in the right job? And uh, he's, he's even saying things like, um, you know, you listen to me in a different way like no one's ever, ever listened to me like this before. I don't know. I don't feel one bit happy with her in the house. I can see Jake shaking his head there in the I'm corner. so sorry about this because a similar thing happened to me with Jim. You know, I live with Jim Carr. And um, Jim Carr uh, sort of got this relationship going with our Google Home. Now, I was against getting the Google Home, right? Obviously, terribly dangerous things and... Assholes, quite frankly. I'm shocked that Jim Court was willing to have one in the house, to be honest. He's so paranoid. He got mad into it. I was like, Jim, you know, oh, I'm here. Talk to me. You know, we're best friends. Exactly. Uh, so, here's what you do, right? Right. Tonight, when your boyfriend is having his bath, Does change it? out the Alexa for a cup and a piece of string attached to another cup and you become the Alexa. You go, hide behind the couch, and you may be there for weeks. Yeah. Right? I was there for weeks. Okay. And um, you hide behind that couch, and you you answer the questions. You're right. And if he says, uh, Alexa, play such some such song, then either you sing it, or you get it out on your phone, and you put it through the cup. Yeah. But you are now... Alexa. And you may live the rest of your life like that. Yeah. Right? But is that better? Well, it's better than being being worried, you know. Absolutely. It's better to know. It's better than just being being destroyed by jealousy. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. And get try and get a cup that looks a bit like it. Right. So a tall cup, I suppose, for the okay. Alexa. Jake I had a sort of a roundy cup. Jake, was I? Have I been talking into a cup? Who's this? Oh, Jim. Welcome into the studio. It's good to see you. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Good to see you. Jim, were you were you waiting out in the hall, were you? 
I just was, yeah, I was walking by. Yeah. Uh, I keep I keep my supply of tinfoil up at the top of this building, so I said I'd wander in. Uh, you swapped my Google Home out, and I've been chatting into a mug. You've been chatting to me, your best friend, Jim. Your best friend, and I'd like you to remember that. You are my best friend, but there's some things you can't answer. I can? What can I not answer? Capital Poland. Warsaw. Capital Romania. Bucharest. What's the weather like next week? People jumping out of the sky country. It's not weather. It's not weather. It's not weather. weather. It's related to the weather, though, in fairness. In what way is it related to the weather? You work out the pressure for that. That's like me giving you the answer and you're asking for the question. He's got you there, Jim. He hasn't got me there at all. I paid 30 euro for a Google Home. Where is it? Where is it? 30 euro, that's a good deal. Where'd you get that? Where online? Okay, did.ie. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. They're great. He's addicted to that did. Unbelievable. They've great prices on white goods. Yeah. Unbelievable. I don't. I can't. We are actually sponsored by a different electrical goods store, so I don't want to. Oh, I'm very sorry. We'll just say did. Something yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. We won't say .ie. Yeah, Curry's is good too, though. Curry's. Uh, yeah, they're overpriced though. Uh, um, well, I don't know. I mean, if you shop online, did obviously has some good deals. But sure. I'd say in store. You know, Curry's is your is your man. I would say. Yeah, you'd know better than I would anyway, yeah, Dave. Yeah. I always get my tinfoil from DID anyway. So I, uh, yeah, I they do, do tinfoil there. They do. Okay. Yeah, they get it in just for Jim. Oh, because he buys in bulk and then advertises them on his YouTube channel. Oh, so this your this is your. I'm just getting on here to plug DID. Oh, yeah. Well, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now well, I have to make the money, Dave. You know yourself. Oh. Anyway, uh, I paid thirty quid for this Google Home, and I I just wanted. I pay for everything you have. I do the shopping. So? I pay for the electricity. I pay for the rent. Jim, so? 30 euro. Come on. I, 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 why are you paying for everything, Jay? Because Jim's a, a famous pop star. He's obviously got reams of cash coming in from all the... the pl- he likes it, though. He loyalties. likes to pay. He needs, he needs to save. For? The end. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. I do What's have gone? To... When's the end coming, Jim? Um, well, the, the current date we have now is... Uh, the 11th of July 2020 so that's what we're working towards okay. at the minute and I'm sure listen if it comes and it goes then we'll pick we'll another date another one. Yeah, exactly. where's this one coming from though where's this one coming from yeah. sky people oh okay the sky people yeah there's gonna be a mass exodus of the sky of the sky people and they're all gonna land and they're gonna go straight through the bog because it's a huge clump of them and uh, they're going to bore a hole in the country and straight down straight down okay. and we'll yes. all fall to our deaths into Our a big hole into the car. The, not, not the gym, gym core. No. Well, I do actually. I do core. call it the gym core, though. Oh, I you've do. you've. This is the name you've put on this disaster that's going to happen. It's going to be the gym core with C O R E. C O R E. That's clever. I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that should be good. I've been telling a cup for weeks to put um, things in my calendar. Yeah. And I've missed. I don't know how many events I've missed. Did you just call me a thing in a cup? Well, I mean, that's that's kind of what you were. Yeah. At the time, you were just a string in a cup. Can I just say, by the way, I think it's very interesting that Michael Flatley, one of our greatest ever uh, entertainers and sportsmen, has lost his memory. He's not the only one that's losing memories. We're all losing memories. Really? They're sucking memories out of the back of our heads with spoons. It's funny you say that because there's definitely loads of things in my life that has happened that I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Like most of the yeah. f- first yeah. five years of my life, yeah. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I remember nothing. And I then as I get older, I remember less and less from those earlier years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's some kind of conspiracy theory. It's the aliens. It's, not, it's, no, no, it's no, conspiracy. Uh, uh, reality factual. Right. Yeah. 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 What's so? Who's stealing our memories? The Brits. Uh, okay. Is this uh, is this Brexit related? No. It would be. Just it's just uh, history. Okay. So they've been stealing our memories for. 
oh, hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Hundred yeah. years about yeah. To what end? Uh, just getting one over on us. Bloody Brits. <laughs> I remember them. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they can't steal all our memories, Jim. I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all of our callers today, but I especially want to thank Perlo Rourke, Luke Benson, Martin Angolo, and Kate Marie. Guys, I'm going to go around the room. Do you have anything you want to plug? I guess I'll plug the Bright Club shows that are happening in Galway on the September 4th and Bright Club in Whelan's in Dublin on September 11th. Yes, yeah, so Bright Club is a comedy night. Um, officially, the tagline is a comedy night for lateral minds. So we bring together a mix of um, comedy um, and some academic speakers who are giving comedy stand-up a whirl for the first time. Deadly. Yeah. That sounds cool. Luke? Um, I'd just like to plug Mob Theatre. We perform uh, improv, myself and Pearl perform improv with a, a group of very talented comedians every Thursday night downstairs in Wigwam. So it's a fiver in online or it's seven on the door and you get uh, like three shows. So Brilliant. it's a bit of fun. Pearl? Yes, we're back in September. Um, I'm going to, I've done this before, but say visit someoneforeveryone.ie. There's a couple of uh, videos that myself and Mark Canton, who also does this podcast, have made. Brilliant. Martin? Uh, I have a podcast, uh, Canary in a Comedy Goldmine. It's very silly. Um, also, I'll be in Edinburgh at this point with like three shows left. So book your tickets now. Cool. How long are you in Edinburgh for? Uh, the whole, most of August, uh, yeah, the whole Brilliant. run, Up until the 25th, I think. Cool, great, well, listen, best to look with that. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to John O'Farrell for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Wink, wink. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.